Gartner defines the Internet of Things as a network of physical objects that contain embedded technology to communicate and sense or interact with their internal states or the external environment. But today's IoT is very different from the IoT of a couple of decades ago. IoT today is no longer just about backend systems with the goal of operational improvements. There are now IoT projects with business objectives for improving revenue and customer experience. As enterprises embed more IoT into front-end and back-end processes, security needs to be revisited, taking into consideration IoT digital fingerprints. The scale of security risk in the Internet of Things era is therefore much greater than in the pre-IoT environment, and the tech surface is much larger. In today's pod chats for future CIO, Joanne Wong, Vice President International Markets for Logarithm, shares her views on what it takes to secure the Internet of Things, or as we call it, the Internet of Threats. Joanne, welcome to pod chats for future CIO. Hi, Ellen. Thanks for having me. Pleasure is all mine. So let's start off with the definition. Please define security as it relates to the Internet of Things or what we call the Internet of Threats. Sure. So I'll start off by providing the context around Internet of Things or IoT. I think you've given us a very nice definition. And really, it refers to you know, the system of Internet connectivity, to a system of devices that interact with the physical world. So a lot of us are familiar with everyday consumer products like smartphone and smartwatches. And in each IoT devices like that, the ability to automatically transfer data over a network and connect to the internet makes it an IoT device. However, you know, kind of looking at it in the enterprise or in a business sense, we will look at IoT devices such as industrial machines, smart energy grids, building automation, and IoT medical devices like patient monitors, you know, implantable cardiac devices and um, imaging devices. And such devices serve as different points to the internet, which opens them up to vulnerabilities if they are not properly protected. So when we talk about security for IoT, we are essentially referring to securing these IoT devices and the networks that they are connected to. So there are a multitude of techniques, strategies, and even tools that are used to protect IoT devices so that malicious cyber criminals cannot or have a harder time hacking into these devices to gain access to the broader network. Now, setting aside Hollywood propaganda around the threats, you know, we like those (laughs) diehard movies out there. Just how vulnerable are IoT devices to attacks today? So IoT devices are in itself by nature inherently vulnerable. And this is because when more devices go online and are connected to one another, the number of threat vectors and access points get amplified. Also at the same time, their internet supported connection increases the attack surface as hackers get to interact with devices remotely to launch attacks. So we see IoT connected devices tend to be lacking in built-in security measures because by nature in itself, it's not a security product. It's intent and it's made purpose built, so which make them viable entry points for malicious cyber criminals. So I'll just share something recently in Singapore. The Cyber Agency of Singapore reported over 100 million internet-linked devices in Singapore, and that ranges from medical equipment to critical control systems to even consumer IoT devices had security vulnerabilities. And one of the 
the more famous IoT attacks, you know, bringing us back to 2016, which is the Mirai botnet or known as Dern, where the hacker took advantage of an insecure IoT device to create a botnet and use that as a channel then to launch a massive DDoS attack, right, resulting in widespread internet disruption. And that was in the US. Just last year, cyber attacks in IoT devices increased by 300%. And alongside the rise of remote work, as well as adoption of IoT devices during you know, COVID-19, uh, we continue to see the threat of IoT attacks intensifying. So I think by and large, you will see more cyber attackers targeting critical information infrastructure, as we have read recently. And, and this is, I guess, alongside what you mentioned, possibly Hollywood, but it's happening and it's real, right? So many of these are being controlled by IoT devices with the Colonial Pipeline attack recently, um, which highlights the inconsistencies and weaknesses within the U.S. IoT cybersecurity capabilities. What makes IoT risks different from that of the typical IT systems? So IoT solutions raises new security risks that have not been previously encountered by traditional IT systems. When we look at it, geographically dispersed edge devices can pose broad and difficult to protect physical attack surfaces. And without that physical security, these can be easily compromised right? to create the DDoS attacks I talked about earlier or replace so that they send false data. So often they have management interfaces that allow remote access over public networks. And this makes it easy for hackers to upload rogue firmware or even malware. The attack at the edge could trigger events all the way through the enterprise network, and this may cause serious operational issues for the enterprise. Additionally, while IT has been contending with a steady rise in volume, velocity, and a variety of data, this is nothing compared to the exponential burst in data that IoT devices generate. So businesses can deploy hundreds, thousands, millions of devices each with multiple sensors that collect and transmit data. And likewise, companies may not be equipped to handle or store this data securely, and that presents new vulnerabilities against opportunistic cybercriminals. IoT devices have been in the enterprise since 2004. That was the year when BYOD or Bring Your Own Device became a part of Gartner's taxonomy. Are we saying in the 17 years since IoT were introduced into the enterprise with our smartphones, IT has not done much to improve the security of IoT devices as used behind enterprise firewall? You're completely right in saying that we have adopted these IoT devices for quite some time and they have become deeply and pervasively integrated across uh, not just businesses, uh, our homes, our daily lives, and even in public services. So Alan, the challenge is that our rate of deployment and adoption today has far exceeded our readiness and commitment to safeguard these devices. There's been an exponential adoption of IoT and Gartner has a prediction that there will be a whopping 64 billion IoT devices in use, not being produced, but in use globally by 2025. And in just 2020 alone, we already saw 5.8 billion automotive and enterprise gadgets on IoT. And that's a real number. However, there remains to be widespread insecure deployment of these IoT devices and the lack of visibility into IoT device security posture. We've seen COVID-19 
seen being a multiplier or creating a multiplier effect on rising IoT exposures. And remote work has spiked our reliance on IT systems, and this trend is likely to persist and not go away. Many enterprises have turned to cloud computing, for example, to store, process, analyze their data, um, but this also increases their vulnerability to hacking, where cyber criminals are then quick to exploit these vulnerabilities related to work from home arrangements. They use these opportunities to launch targeted cyber attacks against employees. And how do they do this? By gaining access to users' IoT devices. And additionally, with more people being granted levels of remote access that they previously you know, may not have had, or previously it would have been even considered unacceptable. But by consequence in the situation that COVID-19 has provided, this means that the cyber criminals are better able to access these networks undetected and also stay in the system longer. Now, you just said a key word that enterprises have not put in the commitment that they should as they introduce these devices. So for the CIO or the CISO to commit to securing IoT devices in their enterprises, devices that we're using today, what needs to happen? So we see CIOs and CISOs play a critical role alongside the other business decision makers in charting their organizations, both digital narrative as well as their security strategy. I will refer to a Forrester Wave report that talks about IoT device security being by far the hardest problem to solve within the enterprise. What needs to happen really is CIOs and CISOs need to embrace the zero trust philosophy, which is based on a belief that trust in itself is a vulnerability and therefore security should be defined by the strategy of never trust but always verify. So Alan, what this means is instead of assuming everything in your environment, including your IoT devices behind the corporate firewall is safe, zero trust eliminates that perimeter-based defense mentality and instead focuses on the three three principles um, of one, presume all networks are untrusted, two, apply least privilege access, and three, assume breach. So when you apply zero trust model, you verify every request as though it originates from an open network. So you restrict access based on minimum permissions required to carry any task, and you also reduce the risk by inspecting and monitoring everything. I know that it's it's a tall order, but monitoring becomes crucial to rapidly discover attacks, identify vulnerabilities, as well as reveal the behavior of those network-connected devices, the IoT devices that we've been talking about today. Are conventional IT security solutions today compatible with IoT? So it really depends on, I guess, what you refer to conventional IT security solutions. And your antivirus, your firewall, those things. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, because enterprises from across the world or even across APAC have varying degrees of security posture, I would say at the very basic level, as you have mentioned, conventional IT security solutions like AV and firewall will not be robust enough to ensure and safeguard IoT today. You know, as shared earlier, IoT presents novel risks from typical IT systems, especially as they relate to having a much larger attack surface by just their sheer volume, right? So with that, conventional IT solutions are not equipped to scale normal security process to accommodate that pervasive digital presence presented by the huge number of IoT devices. Furthermore, these devices also tend to come in various types from different vendors, you know, each having different protocols 
laws and requirements. Take, for example, industrial and control systems. With the diversity of devices and environments in which they operate, there is no single standard for device-to-device authentication. So your conventional IT solution just will not work. So with the many challenges and overwhelming number of vulnerabilities, a SIM solution can help. And that is not your day-to-day conventional IT solution. The key is to make any risk visible and transparent and to prioritize your assessments and mitigations just based on the risk to the enterprise. So what should enterprises look for when it comes to security solutions to address IoT devices that are in the net? So enterprises should not solely rely on, you know, the traditional IT security solution that are limited, right, in scanning and detecting cyber threats. It is crucial that they implement a security solution that can protect the integrity of their data. We talked a little bit about SIM and SIM provides that deep network visibility, behavioral analytics and threat detection capabilities. There's also innovative solutions that tie back to miscomputing, right? And miscomputing operates in the extreme edge of network and it comprises microcontrollers and sensors. And they leverage these microcomputers to feed into an even larger computing nodes and eventually moving towards a centralized cloud computing service. So as data is collected and processed more effectively, localized decision-making increases that speed of response, which is what we want to minimize the speed of response, as well as data geo fencing access controls which allows for greater levels of security joanne thank you for joining us on podchats for future cio thank you for having me again it was my pleasure that was joanne wong vice president international markets for logarithm on the topic of securing the enterprise from the internet of threats you are listening into podchats for future cio as always if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel simply email us at editors at society.com We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day. See you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.